people deluded i'm back again good morning to those of you in the uk good morning good afternoon good evening and in some cases good night i hope you're all doing well and safe welcome back to another edition of the deluded podcast the dg podcast the really and truly podcast people i hope you're doing well and safe let's address the elephant in the room england unfortunately lost to italy it is going rome congratulations to italy congratulations to every player congratulations to the italian people last but surely not least congratulations to roberto mancini that's the first time in my lifetime i've seen italy win the euros you know i think they've done well for it you know they were quote unquote dark horses before it they did what they needed to do when they've been in in, in adversity whether that was against the austrians the spanish or actually going behind against England and missing penalties they showed their bottle and they showed what we know about Italians winning no matter how it's done winning in tough moments they'll get through you know and you have to admire it so like I said big up you know it couldn't have happened to a nicer person you know I like what Italy stand for I like Roberto Mancini and for the world it's a victory because the English are seen as arrogant as full of themselves as vile and a lot of these things are true people let's address the fucking elephant in the room which has been the vile racist abuse of Bukayo Saka, Jaden Sancho and Marcus Rashford in particular. First things first, I know it's of no consolation to these young black lads, but I'm older than all of you lot and you lot have made me feel, you know, yeah, I've had players that have played for Arsenal before and things like that and, you know, all of these things. Ian Wright's bloody played for England, but I've never felt more connected to the English team than I felt today. I mean, th this tournament. And that's testament to Gareth Southgate as well and everybody else, inclusive of all races, but specific to the young black boys. It's never been more ad identifiable. I can never be a footballer anymore. You know, don't get twisted. These scouts out there, if you want to shout, man, shout, man. I'm still on this ball thing, but I can never be a footballer. Them lot there inspiring me when I'm seeing 19 Saka, 19 year old Saka. What Rashford's done done outside the football. Obviously, he's not really played a main part like that. Jaden as well. Raheem Sterling didn't take a penalty, but what he's doing, you know, the Reese Jameses, the Mings, everybody else scattered along the team and other working class individuals. I've never felt more closer to this team, more relatable to this team. And if I feel that way, what about that seven-year-old, that five-year-old, that ten-year-old? You're inspiring a generation. Of course, we hope you inspire another generation of footballers. But you could be inspiring doctors, the first black prime minister, all of these sort of things, just because they can see a recognisable face on TV, you know. What I will say as well, just before I forget, we all know racism shouldn't be, should be condemned, but... There are some comments that I feel are a bit distasteful, but people don't mean it. Somebody does not have to be a professional footballer or doing something, quote unquote, for this country to not be racially abused. The very fact that they're a fucking human being is enough. It's as simple as that, people. And I always say it, you know, this is why as much as I wanted it to come home for the mandem and things like that, this is why a part of me wanted England to lose, because this is stuff like this, moments like this show exactly why every person whether you're a direct descendant or, or, or of like your parents have directly come from another country and you're born here or your grandparents this is why you have a tough time really sorting out your identity you don't know who you are you don't you're clearly not fully from the motherland or back home because you wasn't born then you definitely know why you might be born here why you might have a british passport my while some of you might even carry the burden of of, of british last names unfortunately myself because of slavery you're per nothing more than a permanent tenant here 
You know, racism always rears its head. These people are colorblind when we lose. I mean, when we win, black cunts and the rest of it when we lose. And as you can see with the social media abuse, as you could see with the unsavourable scenes before, during and after the Euros, this is why people wanted England to lose. This is why they call you arrogant. You know, getting drunk for no reason, mob behaviour, smashing up things, it's disgraceful. And this is why the world wanted us to lose. And this is why a part of me is actually happy. I, I wanted to win, but a part of me is happy they lose because of what everything England stand for. They love your rhythm. They do not love your blues. You know, they do not care that Raheem Sterling's play the key part Saka in his own way the very as well the very fact that all of them have been part of a team all of that's irrelevant now black boys have cost us from winning the t winning the thing it doesn't matter that Saka that's the first why he's even taking one we can talk uh, you know kind of remind me we can talk about Southgate from a tactical point of view in a bit why Saka who's uh, to my knowledge as an Arsenal fan and done holy Arsenal videos why Bakayo Saka is allowed to take a penalty I don't know I can sit here and ask why Sterling and, and, and Grealish and these men didn't step up but End of the day, if someone's confident to take one and somebody's not, they don't take them in it. And the manager's giving it. This should have been decided before. I just have to assume the people who took the penalties are the best penalty takers within the team and have shown so shown so all tournament. Nerves got them. You could see with all the pens. Saka's taken too quickly. Rashford, the run-up thing. Sancho's was quite predictable. Um, it's, this, it's the nerves, man. The nerves got to us against Denmark. The nerves got to us now. But like I said, yeah, it's upsetting. It's upsetting. They should have never been put in this position. They don't care. They say unsavourable scenes. They don't care now. Now that we've gone through. And it broke my heart. I had a little tear for all of them boys. Saka in particular. Because I wish I could take shoulder the burden of the pain and things like that. But this is the problem. They love your rhythm and not your and not your blues. They don't. When we lose, we lose alone. Suddenly, Sterling's Jamaican born. Bakayo Saka's of Nigerian descent. Sanjo, Kennerton, Raheem Sterling. You boy from Brent. You know all the headlines you can write. We lose alone. Never. This is, again, they love you conditionally. You know, they love you for what they do. They don't love you. And I'd say there's always a victory in something. You know, true courage is stepping up. A true coward dies. A, true courage is, is is stepping up. A coward dies a thousand deaths. The only people who don't miss are the people who mock or the people who ain't got the balls to stand up. This will make them all stronger. Of course, this is of no consolation, missing penalties, but it will make them stronger. But as I was saying, they love you conditionally. When you lose, we lose alone, you know. And the one benefit to this is you see exactly this country don't love you. People don't love you. They might, they love what you can do. A small section of society genuinely love you. But let's not act like the majority. We've got a serious, serious problem in, in British society. And it rears its head when it's in moments like this. And then these are going to go back to working in society. You don't even know who these guys are. I could be ordering Greg's and the guy who was doing a madness at Wembley is serving me. You don't need, that's the scariest part. You don't even know who these people are more time, you know. It's sad. It's, it, the very fact that we've just lost an F, we've just lost a, a European final that nobody expected us to go to, and rather than applaud the boys, and obviously we talk from a constructive point of view, the FA and everyone's having to release statements condemning them. It's all about it's all about mental health until you see a young black man has missed, has taken his first professional penalty and missed. You think he doesn't know he fucked up? You think he doesn't feel that shit already? So why make it tougher for man? And I, like I was said, never think, never Saka, never think these people love you. You know. Don't think because you're doing your thing for Arsenal in England, they love you. They do not love Bakayo Saka. They do not love Raheem Sterling. They do not love Jadon Sancho. They do not love Marcus Rashford. You know, and it all goes tits up. Never forget it. 
Never ever forget it because this is what happens. As I said, they love your rhythms and not your blues. They're colorblind when we win. When we lose, you say effing black this and that and the other and you're seeing the unsavorable incidences. Of course, I don't need to say it, but there is a, there is a lot of people who are not like this, whoever they're white, black, whatever, you, it's a uni unity thing. I don't, I'm not speaking about you. I'm not speaking directly to you, but what we can't keep saying here is waffling and saying, oh, these people are a small minority. They're not. They're the majority. They rear its head. You know, what have you seen in life in Europe? Far rights in this country, in almost every country in that Euros really rising up. And again, ironically, you know, all of these European nations are relying on descendants of people that might not even be European. You know, Jorginho, the man they're talking about getting a Ballon d'Or, he might have European descent, but he's Brazilian as far as I know, playing for Italy. Do you get it? You know, we should be applauding these British boys. We should be applauding Italy as I am. But this is this is the unsavourable moments. And this is why a part of me ultimately is happy England lost. I would have loved for Saka and the rest of the England boys to win it. But it's this is why... You know, it's conflicting being a, a being a young British black man and supporting England because when it's going well, everything's wavy. We're getting through. You know, we're loving Saka. You're loving the contributions for everyone. And when you get here, it reels its head. And then, you know, in anger, it comes out what they truly believe of you. You know, and then you've got you know, it, it's it's just it's just nonsense. It's upsetting. And this is why, to a part of me, it doesn't matter really that that they've lost. My heart only bleeds for the you know everyone connected with the team because I think it was a great show of togetherness i really respect how Grealish and southgate condemning people booing the knees from early in this tournament you know i love how everyone rallied behind the missed penalty takers as well it is well it is we win lose or draw together we should be looking back obviously history don't remember the losers no one wants to be remembered for getting to a final but for somewhat admiration there's many good positives yeah we rid our luck we probably we deserve to get to the final but didn't deserve because no one could see and we had a favorable run we did what we needed to do ultimately we choked italy were the better men you know, we go back, we lost this game for me because we switched off at a set piece and just messed about and it and it never went, it never went, it, it never got back from there. Obviously, I think you saw the difference between the managers in Mancini and Southgate. I think Southgate allowed fear to control him a bit too much and thought a bit too much about the Italian team. I did think Trippier in was good. Sure, shout out to you, you've had a good tournament. It's upsetting how it's ended, but... This is it. This is what this is what England's about, man. It was built on racism. It was ingrained in racism, and it's this. You know, these there's people that have given their lives for the NHS, for TFL, that have been here for years contributing to taxes, and then they're getting rubbed out of the country. What is it for a 19 year old who's played football? It's nothing for them to turn on him when I deep on it like that. And this is why you have a problem. This is why you have a problem. You have people like like um. Um, Pitao coming out and telling these fans that it's okay to boo the knee and then you're, at, you're, you're, you're tweeting that you feel sorry for these players you're enabling it you know but the biggest problem with this country is calling out racism half of these people that you're seeing moving mad you call them out for racism I'm not a racist I'm not this and that you're not racist but when you've had a few pints it's black this black that and I think what we all knew what was going to happen with British society you know they call us violent, but all you see is violence. You know, we all knew in some degree there was going to be mad litter across central London, fighting with police, fighting amongst each other, fighting Italians, fight being racist. We all knew something was going to happen. There's a lager lout mentality. There's a cowardly mentality that when man getting mobs and whatnot, let's be real, there's a, there's a, a majority of society who just travel to cause carnage. They don't really care about the result. If you win, you win. Man are licked, man are sniffing, man are doing all them things, you know? And this is why for a part of me, I applaud the Italians I'm kind of happy they won as much as I want it for England I don't really think you could be an, a descendant of immigrants and wholeheartedly support England because of what it's about people what I will say is as I said Rashford Sterling everyone keep your head up because you made the man them believe you made the young black little girls and boys out there believe 
you know, you might have inspired the, the generation who actually goes on to win a Euros or win a World Cup or like I said, doctors or it doesn't have to be anything like that. Someone's, you know, someone, it, it could be a college person or someone who's what even older who thinks they can't do anything with their life. They can't turn it around. They see what you lot have gone through and they see you lot reflect them. You can do your thing. You know, a lot of people don't understand it, especially for black people in this country. It's so vital to have to see people that look like yourselves actually in positions because you can't dream. This world doesn't want you to. This world told Jaden Sanjo he's got an attitude problem, a chip on his shoulder, this, that and the third. The world is out here trying to get onto Bakayo Saka now. The world is out here condemning Rashford. You know, certain people are coming out and saying he should focus on, 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 on football and not politics. Brother, he has done more for this fucking country than any. That's another thing. The people that are booing him and condemning him, bro, he's probably fed some of their children, some of their children that are on the breadline. I know this because what are you seeing? It's a, the realists in this country is a fucking class war, you know. Them rich people are telling poor, poor other people, predominantly British, that that immigrants and whatnot are stealing off, off your plate because they're not investing in these areas outside of London and things. These are the things. Rashford has, has, has fucking fed people, and you're gonna treat a man like that. You're gonna treat this whole national team like that. You're gonna end this good run on the Euros where you know it's been a good moment of togetherness. Actually, that that you know there's white players, black players, mixed race players, you know whatever in that team, you know, and it's been a fantastic example. And you're not gonna end it like this. You don't deserve everything, everything. And as much as I want it to go, England, a part of me wants to cheer on the Italians. I cheer, I applaud it. I'm happy Italy did it because of things like this. Because you don't deserve nice things. You don't deserve nice things. This is how it treats people. You know, you're nothing more than a permanent rent a tenant. And it goes, you know, Anthony Joshua learned the hard way. But Kyle Saka learned the hard way now. This country don't love you. The people don't love you. You know, it doesn't matter if you're a flashy guy or whatnot. You're, the the colour of your skin is enough to condemn you. It's, like I said, they love your rhythm. They do not love the blues that come with it. You know, you're by yourself when we lose. You lot cost us when we lose. You know, it's as atrocious. Keep your head up, Saka. You know, such is the balance of life. It's been a it's been a great rise to the top. You need these moments to keep you balanced. There's always a W. Learn from it. It is what it is, you know. Pressure. Iris, you know, it goes up. It, like I said, a coward dies a thousand deaths. When other men are, are, are scared, Saka stepped up. Rashford stepped up. Sancho stepped up. All these guys off the bench as well. And, and the people that scored as well, shout out to them, you know. Southgate, again, penalties is a gazy one because I don't feel Jaden should... The only one I would have let taken one is Rashford, you know. I don't. I, I haven't known Jaden notoriously for his pen. Saka, to my knowledge, has never taken one for Arsenal, let alone fifth. If anything, I probably would have let Rashford go fifth. I think, it, again, I have to assume these are the best penalty takers within the team, people, because they're the ones that stepped up. Penalties is a tricky one because while people can sit here and say Grealish should have done that, Sterling should have done this, the others, I get it and I and I agree with it. But on another day, people, you have if, if the youngsters feel confident and the experienced ones are moving shaky, you have to go with whoever's confident in it. Ultimately, the nerves got to us. The same nerves that played us with Denmark, we got them at penalties. You know how it is with the penalties, people. You know exactly how it gets and things like that, man. It is it, it is sad, but for me, the saddest thing is that these players who have helped you lot to dream, first final I've seen in my lifetime in England, most identical team and, you know, race relations could have been at its best. There's that. Obviously, the way it's ended um, as well. And for me, the notion that some people mean mean well, but the notion that... Um, Every, the, the, no, the notion that how do I make it make sense that you have to be a pro athlete or in the public eye or someone to be treated normally because if you condemn Bakayo Saka like that at Arsenal football or Man United in Sancho and Rashford but how are you going to act to the calm black cleaner 
you know, because that's what pisses me off, you know, your fucking country is kept afloat, because it's going to be immigrants who clean up your fucking mess, it's going to be immigrants who clean up your vomits, it's going to be immigrants who are pu- pushing them trains, it's going to be immigrants you're fucking, you know, you lot, you lot, you lot be racist, you're going to buy a, a, a cappuccino, come on now, you know, last time, I don't, I'm not good at geography, I know say that's not English, you're going to buy, you know, you're going to go to a Turkish cafe to cure your hangover, you know, you probably, half of these people probably having jerk chicken and rice pre-game, you know, you're going to have Indian or Chinese or go kebab after, after work, you know, fish and chips ain't even yours, you know, if anyone should be applauding, it should be you lot, and it's upsetting, it's upsetting, because it's been a great thingy, it's like I said, the problem is, is the, the mi- we are the, the minority, the people out there, whether you're white, black, I'm talking about the normal human beings of everyone that treat everyone equally and stuff. We are the minority. There's no point talking like these lot are the minority because they're not. They're not the minority. These lot are killing it. They're ruining it, you know. And then what? You think when you lot go to these countries, you're going to have it easy, bro. You're going to get ripped in Italy, ripped in Spain because you lot are seen as arrogant and, and there's a way of losing. And nobody does undisgraceful losing like the British. Don't lose with any grace, lacking class, you know. And the problem is with British society, you don't want British society love being comforted by lies. Love being don't want to speak about racism. Don't want to speak about your slavery passes. Don't want to talk about how you're actually racist, like things like this and racism's ingrained. Don't want to adjust things. Don't want to talk about who Winston Churchill really was. And white supremacy and things like that. They love telling the, themselves these lies about the wars and and this and that and and and, and folding up and, and dressing Great Britain for being Great Britain when it's not. Much like much like the Euros, the English society has been ingrained of riding off the backs of others, stealing, thieving, riding off the backs of others, letting other people do the credit ultimately to condemn them. This is what's disgraceful. Football mirrors society, society mirrors football. Like I said, race wars have never been, race problems in all European countries have never been at all time high with the far right rising. A good example of, of positive relations has been the Euros. Look at the Denmark team. They had a couple of immigrants. You've got a Brazilian in the in the Italian team. England, we've already got it. France, you've got it. Portugal, Belgium. It's been a great tournament for football. It's been a great example. Why does it have to get ruined? Why I shouldn't be talking about after the Euros with this? We should be sp- focusing specifically on penalties, people. It's upsetting. It's heartbreaking. But like I said, man, you lot have made me de- have dared to dream. Southgate, obviously, it didn't work out. I personally feel if you look back, I don't think you stay true to yourself. Trippier in decision was backed up, but I just think you know you you not you. It was a bit like that Croatia game. What was it? Was it the World Cup or when when was it when we lost to Croatia? You know, we scored the goal. There was points. I actually feel we had Italy in our back pocket. We just didn't build upon that for large periods of the game. It did look like both teams were playing for pens, but we looked too rattled after we conceded the equaliser. I genuinely thought Italy were going to wrap this up in normal time. Definitely an extra time and we rid our luck. Subs were a bit bewildering, if I'm completely honest with you. I think Southgate showed inexperience, showed naivety across all aspects. And ultimately, we had, you know, is what it is. I think Benucci, a lot of my Italian brethren were onto Benucci. They said he was going to be shaky. And I told them, the guys you doubt are the ones that make the difference. Benucci was good. I thought Chiesa looked the one that was going to hurt us. And I thought, you know, obviously, you always think it's your day when people come off with injuries and things. Um, I didn't understand. We changed up too much. Sterling has been playing well on the left. So we've kind of gone with him up front. It weren't make, really making sense. We were quite, quite distracted jointed in that regards really um phillips and rice did all right but they did gas out um 
towards the end. You know, it was a game of fine margins, man. Ultimately, I, I, I called for no regrets and we're going to have a bunch of regrets. It's as simple as that. Like I say, congratulations to the Italians. You know, again, people like Chiellini, they've got a World Cup probably within them next year, but there's not going to be too many opportunities. So again, you know, it couldn't have happened for a nicer man. We all love Roberto Mancini. Congratulations to Roberto and everyone else. You know, everyone's played their part. It's a shame Spinazzola, you know, it's not a shame because he made sure he got out there with crutches. It's nice to see, but someone who's played a central part for Italy, you know, couldn't play a part um, in the final, but he's played his part in his own little way. Even people, there's, you know, the keepers ain't played. They've all done their way, whether you've been pushing people in training, keeping um, spirits good. You know, Italy is a fantastic example of togetherness. You know, obviously it's not quite as diverse as England, but I'm pretty sure there must be men from Sicily, different parts of Italy. There might be, again, Italians know better than me, but there must be their own little politics. To me, as a, as a naive fan, non-Italian fan, you know, I can only applaud it because, like I said, when it comes to the right example of national pride, the right example of managing your bottle, them things there, the Italians have it in abundance and they deserve it. They deserve it because everyone else messed around this tournament. Italy weren't meaning business. And again, they should have, be filled with every bit of confidence going into next year's World Cup. Shout out to, for me, Chiellini and Ampinucci and them man there and Spinazzola for the fullback. Shout out to Donnarumma, you know, that deserves to win player of the tournament, really. You know, because there was even moments, you look at the Belgians, couple of games, Italy, when they looked a bit nervous, Donnarumma, who's also young, done his thing. But you see the example, you can tell Italian society positively helping Donnarumma in tough moments. With us, we condemn, we section, you know, we stand divided. And like I said, that's not what you're supposed to do. So congratulations to Italy. A part of me is fucking ecstatic. When I look past the fact that this English team is so reliable and I look at what England stands for and, and these sort of things, you know, I'm happy Italian Italy have won, you know. I don't really, you can't really pick a side when you look at it like that. It's upsetting, man. It's upsetting. It really is. From a tactical point of view, like I said, man, way too reactive, way too defensive, you know. A lot of the, the whole things, the, the very things we've been questioning how we got to this final, we're questioning it after. The decision for who takes penalties with Southgate, I always think you should know them prior. I'm not saying he didn't, but I again, I might be naive, but I've seen two Italian shootouts now. It doesn't look like they're waffling over who's taking penalties. Man already know. The top the five the top five already know and probably past that already know. I always find it a bit booky when people go around like you saw with Morata, like you saw with Saka, when you're asking who wants to take it, who doesn't, you know. You can I, I I'm not naive. Clearly, I hope we've been working on penalties all tournament for moments like that. And definitely in the week building up to this game, we had to have been, but it seems like Italy have been working on, work, you know, Banner have been working on penalties two years ago and already, people. It is what it is. Saka, you can look back with pride, you know. A coward dies a thousand deaths. Obviously, you're going to be remembered for missing, but you showed the bottle to stand up like with Mbappe. You can't always have good moments in life, you know. Sanjo, Rashford, Mbappe, you man stepped up. You miss sometimes. Only cowards don't miss because they never take one and they can mock and condemn but people can never be in this situation. If people, you know, certain man would have crumbled to even step up for a pen. Certain people would never be in this situation as a professional footballer, you know. The people that are mocking you, it's because they want to be you. So, you know, you need thick skin. And what I would say is for Jaden, for Saka in particular, because as an Arsenal fan, because he's a seen as a golden boy, never be under any illusion that the love people have for you is conditional. They don't love Bukayo Saka. Your family does. The man them do. They don't love you. They love what you can do. And like you see, you're all alone. You can already imagine the amount of slurs and these sort of things that was happening. You can already imagine, like I said, 
The very fact that, you know, you're seeing the unsavourable scenes after the game, people storming in, you're hearing the the, the, the abuse that the, the necessarily governed bodies are having to condemn, it's a disgrace. It's an absolute disgrace. It's a shocker and it tells you what British society is ingrained on. It shows you what it's about. Ultimately, it shows you why everybody fucking hates this country and wanted you to lose. This is why the Germans wanted us to lose. This is why the Scottish wanted to pump us. This is why, you know... This this is why the Ukrainians wanted to humble us. This is why you're seeing Italy keep saying it's going Rome. It is going Rome, you know. This is why they're rubbing it in. Because no one quite does misplace arrogance like the British. There's no reason to be arrogant, you know. Always find the way of overdoing it. Always find the way. Italy have won the Euros and somehow we are taking the headlines. I have not really focused on Italy. I should just be speaking about how good Chiesa is. Donnarumma, Spinozola when he comes back from his injury. You know, Chelsea fans, they tried the Kante... Ballon d'Or shouts. I'm sure if Mount won, they would have went with Mount. Now they're going with Jorginho Ballon d'Or shouts. We should be having a laugh and a joke and speaking about that. My guy Barella doing his thing. Verratti the golden boy. Mancini, the Italian boss. You know, uh, you lot know me. I'm a big fan of Mancini. And this is why. No emotions from a king at no point, you know. And what I will say is, forget that for a sec. Everyone in that English team, big up. You know, Pickford, big up yourself. You look shaky in the last game, but you've had a good tournament. Southgate, whatever man say, whatever I've got to say, you got to a final, in it. Whatever we say, favourable circumstances, criticise you as a gaffer, which from a sporting point of view, as I've said, I think he lost it tactically and he lost it for himself tactically. You got us there, you know. Kane, I think in the last two games, you've actually been all right. Yeah, from a statistical point of view, you didn't do nothing against the Italians, but there's that, you know. Harry Maguire, since you've come back in this team, took us up a level. Grealish, you've had your moments. Saka, you've had your moments. Sancho, you've had your moments. Rashford, you did your thing. Everyone has done their part, you know. Whether you've had a man of the match display or a good performance, you all have played your part into getting to that final. I know it's like being a bridesmaid, getting proposed to and not quite getting married and that. But or, or, or you keep, you know, at wedding, you keep winning the roses or whatever flower gets thrown and you never get married. But it is what it is. I'm not going to be naive. You lot are still young. Do I think England are going to be back in the final next year or anytime soon? Probably not. But there's something to build upon, you know, in my lifetime. But if you was to ask me to list my, my best ever England teams and I can't really do it, I'm not probably going to list this team. You know, I've seen teams on paper, people, like I said, on paper, Rio Ferdinand, Sol Campbell, Cherry, you know, Gerard, Lampard, all of them, man, they Waza in his prime, all of these sort of things. I'm not going to list this team current day England, but for me, they're probably the best in my lifetime because whatever you say, yeah, the standard of football might be different. There might have been favourable circumstances and all of this, whatever. I've never seen the man they go to a final. I've seen these lot and it's it's a shame man shout out to Italy because it's a for the world look we beat they beat England in their own backyard it's going Rome the world was cheering on Italy part of me was cheering on Italy this is the maybe now people will see the conflictingness between playing for a country of your parents origin or of your her direct heritage or where you was born or your adopted home like Sterling because it's always subjective it's always just on merit and on one hand you can't really have sympathy because you lot chose to play for these lot but on the other hand you can like I said, man, I don't really want to just keep focusing on this. So shout out to Italy, man. Benucci, at 34 years of age and 71 days, has become the oldest scorer at a Euro final, people. Big up to him. Big up to Bakayo Saka, 19 years of age and 309 days. Saka is the fourth youngest player to appear in the finals, people, after Renato Sanchez, um, Cristiano Ronaldo and um, Antoli Bonacci. 
Bernaccini, 1972. That sounds like an Italian name. I could be wrong, so that's way before my time. Euro 2020 will be the, was the only second European Championship to be decided via penalties and the first in my lifetime after 1976. Italy have won their second European Championship trophy after 53 years from the first one, people. That's the largest gap for a single side, so better late than never. Italy won their sixth major tournament title. They've won four World Cups and two Euros. Um, among European nations, only Germany with seven have more pedigree. Big up to Donnarumma because he has won each of the five games in which his team has faced a penalty shootout, three for his club and two for his country. Sadly, Harry Kane didn't attempt a shot or create a chance for only the second time in 61 games for England, with the other coming in the 29th, 29th substitute appearance against Switzerland in 2018. So from a tactical point of view, there's a lot of issues. You know, Shout out to Pedri for winning Young Player of the Tournament, unless Donnarumma was going to get that again or, or Saka was going to get it, which I don't think Saka was going to get it. There'd be issues there. Um, you know, there'd be issues. I don't think in relation to Pedri winning young player and Donnarama winning dupe, the player of the tournament, you can't disagree. Goal of the tournament, I'd still give it to Schick. There's, you know, Damstadt scored a banger. Pogba's had a banger. Yarmolenko's had a banger. I'd still give it to that slick effort from off the, off, off the line. Um, English player of the tournament, without a doubt, Raheem Sterling, in my opinion. You know, in terms of an eleven. Um, for for if I could make a, make a Euro 11 I'm not too sure people I need to write that out off the top of my head I'll probably be missing a lot of people out um, Donnarumma picks himself in goal uh, right back you know what I'll go with Spinozola you know there's been a lot of good fullbacks but I'd go with Spinozola centre-halves um, Chiellini Bonucci I'd actually go with Shaw left back, you know, he's done mad assists, he scored in the final. Midfield is where it gets a bit um, political, people, off the top of my head, and this early in the morning is quite mad still. Pedri gets in there, of course. Um, I would say Pedri, I'd say Jorginho, but it could be Locatelli, you know. I'd say Jorginho, Pedri, Jorginho, I'd actually say Paul Pogba as well. Um, up front now is where it gets a bit political. Uh, Lukaku gets there for me Leverati could get there I'd say Again this is early I need a bit more time Lukaku gets in there Shout Renato Sanchez um, I'd say Chiesa I'd probably say CR7 as well You know Now obviously There's a couple of other people Who live the movies You know what I'm going to say Raheem Sterling man Because I think he deserves it Because man we're on to him you know, so off the top of my head, Spinozola, right back, Chiellini, Benucci, Shaw, Pedri, Jorginho, Pogba, Raheem Sterling, Lukaku, Chiesa. Like off the top of my head, there's others as well. You know, shout out to Saka as well. Shout out to Renato Sanchez. There's a couple of guys. I think Griezmann had a good tournament. There's a couple of others, man. Um, I think Harry Maguire had a good tournament. From an England point of view, I would say I'd more impressed with Saka. I think Saka done well. Shaw done very well. I think Calvin Phillips did well on, on what could have been expected of him. I actually think Maguire did well. I think Pickford did well, if I'm completely honest with you. Um, Trippier did well in the final. And there's a couple of other examples. That's But that's who I would go with, man. Like I said, congratulations once again to, to Italy, man. You know, I love the passion that they come with. I love what it means to them and all of these sort of things, man. In fact, man, I don't think you can't, you know, Chiesa, I love you, but... 
You know, I think I've got two good, two Italian representatives already. Three, actually, with Benucci. Four, actually, Jorginho, Chiellini, Benucci. I can't, I don't feel right. I have to include Cristiano Ronaldo in that 11. I said, people, he's got five goals in four games. He might have went out, but it is it is what it is in that regards, man. Um, Chiellini said, we deserve to win. We felt there was something in the air. We deserved it. All of Italy deserves this. Let's enjoy this, uh, deserve this victory. That's fact. You know, they they came back from behind and did their thing, man. You know. And with that, Italy are unbeaten in 34 matches, people. That's dating back to September 2018. Roberto Mancini, certified, you know, certified record. What a year it's been for Jorginho, you know. Such is the balance of life, such is the balance of life, people. You know, you look at it, you know, Sterling, is, um, Sterling and Stones, unfortunately, have lost two finals at club and country level. Jorginho's won it. This is... This is the difference in life, man. You know, when you look at it, Luke Shaw played just 59 minutes for England between 2015 and March 2021. You know, that just shows it's even more admirable, people. Even more admirable. It's quite decent in that regards, man. So, yeah, man. You know, again, from an arrogant perspective, I'm happy Italy won and I hope they rub it in faces more. But I have a duty to say this to you. The FA strongly condemns all forms of discrimination and is appalled by the online racist racism that has been aimed at some of our England players on social media. We cannot be clearer that anyone behind such disgusting behaviour is not welcome in following the team. We will do all we can to support the players' effect while urging the toughest punishments possible for anyone responsible. And this is the same nation that's disgraced themselves, you know. Lasers in eyes, you know, booing national anthems, booing knees, disgracefulness, you know, not very nice. Um, we continue to do everything we can to stamp out discrimination out of the game. No, you don't. But we implore the government to act quickly and bring in appropriate legislation. So this abuse has real life consequences. And shout out to everyone who's doing their job, finding races on, 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 on socials, finding their jobs and getting them fired. If you can't give them a punch in the face, that's what they deserve. I don't. Are you going to tell me these lot need education? These are people coming from all the four corners of England, some on their own back door. You're seeing tweets of a young Muslim girl saying she's being racially abused for wearing her for wearing in her hijab i believe it's called brother in in london in wembley when there's a strong muslim community when that's not something out of the ordinary come on there was individuals who wherever they are in this land they didn't come for football they come for nonsense and they got it you know they beat up their own they discriminated against minorities they've probably ruined it for a lot of people and this is another unsavorable act you know the british acting up you know, the FA is just, it, what it is, the FA is just with the mouthpiece and things like that. Gareth Southgate says he takes full responsibility for the penalties, people. Um, he said, it's down to me. I chose the penalty takers based on what they've done in training and nobody's on their own. We won together as a team and it's absolutely on all of us in terms of not being able to win the game tonight. But in terms of penalties, that's my call and it totally rests with me. We had two penalty takers go off earlier in the game, so that's why we made the changes that we did. We've tracked what they've done with their clubs over a long period of time and what they've shown in training as well so that's the process that worked for us in russia and the nations league but tonight it hasn't quite worked out bro one criticism of of saka is set pieces i don't know what you're talking about training is you know if saka's looking like the best penalty taker in training it is what it is one of the best five penalties but he's never taken one for arsenal a meet elite but elite mentality from him to take ultimately miss but to take one in the euros but i mean come on now the best players have missed. Cristiano's missed. Obviously, United won in 08, but he missed in 08. Mbappe's missed in a shootout. You've missed. These things make you stronger, man. 
We were well prepared and started well, but unfortunately the boys weren't able to convert tonight. They can't look at themselves in terms of how they've practiced because they couldn't do that any more or better. Saka is such a super boy. He's popular with the whole group. He's had an incredible tournament and he's a star and he'll continue to be a star. Facts. In the final tonight as well, he performed extremely well when he came into the game. We've got to be there to support and help him, but I'm sure he'll get a lot of love from outside from the way he's established himself in the tournament. And I'd actually say big up to the footballing community. You see his ex-teammates, his current teammates couple of italian players just showing saka love man and that's what it's about man Every, like i said everyone talks about mental health till it's a young guy being abused on social media and there, there's nothing they can say that will change anything for him big up mancini because he said it's impossible to even to, to sorry to even just to consider this at one stage but the guys were just amazing i have no words for them this is a wonderful group this was a difficult game made a lot harder after the early goal apart from that early spell we dominated the match we're delighted for the people and the italian public because they really deserve this after what has been a been a trying period this is a great joy for us fair play credit where due and commiserations to england big up to, to italy they did what they needed to do harry kane said the boys couldn't have given more penalties are the worst thing in the world when you lose it's been a fantastic tournament we should be proud hold our heads up high but it's going to hurt now it's going to hurt for a while but while we're on the right track we're building hopefully we can progress next year we've played against a very good side and got off to the perfect start maybe we dropped a little too deep sometimes when you score that early it's easy to soak up the pressure and hold on to that they had a lot of the ball, but we looked fairly in control. We didn't create too many chances. They got the breakthrough from a set piece, and we knew he wasn't going to create chances. Look at the midfield and look at the defensive part um, trio, you know. That's no disrespect to them. This is what we've seen has been a back three when times get tough all the time, and a back three is only as attacking or defensive as you make it. Last time I checked, Southgate is not renowned, renowned for being an attacking coach. Against the Italians, you have to try and harm them. And we did sit back a bit too much and we rid our luck at times. And like I said, for me, there were periods I did think the Italians were going to win in the normal 90 people. We played against a good side. We played against the best side in the tournament, innit? It is what it is. And we took them to penalties. So it, that's all you can do, man. You know, it, we've lost it for ourselves. It weren't a thing where they lost it. We switched off at a set piece for Benucci's equaliser. We bottled the pens, you know. It was in our destiny and it is what it is, man. But like you said, we didn't create too many chances. They got the breakthrough from a set piece and it was probably 50-50. We had a few half chances and extra time and penalties are penalties, like you said. Anyone can miss. We win together, we lose together and we'll grow from it. It's a facts against that. You know, it's facts, facts and more facts. We go again, man. We go again. And apparently they dashed, peep someone got thrown in the, thrown, thrown in the Thames. You see what I'm talking about? Fucking disgrace, man. This is why I'm, I'm... You know what? I'm happy they won. They lost, you know. I'm actually... Big up Italy, man. Viva Italia. Forza Italia. All of that stuff, man. Big up my Italians listening. Because the man there... Come on now, man. Unsavourable. At least Italy acts with dignity. But I can't lie to you. We would have been, as a society, completely unbearable, you know? And that's the way we like it. We like it. You see all the things we're doing, man. You know, you could see some... You know there's banter, but there are some unsavourable unsavorable scenes towards Italians as as well, man. And it's just disgraceful, you know, how we're going on. So it couldn't have happened to a nicer country if we're completely honest with ourselves. Away from that, though, you know, one joy is that while Neymar didn't win the Copa America, my guy Messi and, and Martinez did. You know, Messi finally did it. it um, Argentina, sorry. It, um, first Copa America title since 1993. Messi said he 
previously would trade everything for international glory and he finally did it. Di Maria gave, you know, Argentina the lead and other than that, it was calm. I'm not going to lie, it wasn't a good final in terms of quality and things like that. But, it, you know, it was a fantastic goal from Di Maria. I'm sure the Brazilian left back won't be happy with himself. It is what it is, man. They're not going to take, they're not going to care how it comes, how it how it happens, just as long as it as it happens sort of thing. Um which is good, really and truly. So it is what it is in that regards, man. You know, it's quite upsetting and for England, but at least Messi can give us some joy, really and truly, man. It's nice for everybody. It is what it is in that regards. I don't think there's anything else to really speak about, people, if I'm completely honest with you. You know, shout out to Sergio Ramos if I haven't said it for officially confirming his move to PSG. But other than that... <laughs> There's nothing else to really speak about, folks. So I'm going to get out of here, really. England's taking the, the thingy, the, the majority of this. Congratulations to Italy. Commiserations to England. It's sad about the scenes. But on that note, people deluded. I'm out. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you're following across YouTube, etc., etc. I'm out.